The art challenges the technology, and the technology inspires the art. Now, who said that? Welcome to the Dr. Chris Griffin Show, your resource for leveraging systems and technology to ease your workload, increase productivity, and provide you with the time off you deserve to live the life of your dreams. It's time to practice productivity and the passionate pursuit of a better life with your host, Dr. Chris Griffin. The doctor is in. Let me tell you, folks, you guys are in for a treat today. Now, the person who said that quote in the beginning, the art challenge and the technology and the technology inspiring the art, that was none other than Mr. John Lasseter, who you're about to find a whole lot more about and was, in fact, the link between Walt Disney and Steve Jobs. And that is the link that helped create the Silicon Valley bonus system we're going to be talking about today. I'm super excited. I'm super excited. So let's just get right to it. And let's hear from the lecture on the Silicon Valley bonus system. I've got a quick question for you. Have you ever dreamed of a practice that just kind of ran itself and you could just come in, plug into the day, treat the patients, and then leave, knowing that all the stressful stuff was getting handled by your team all the while they were steadily working towards building you the practice of your dreams? Well, I'm here to tell you that enthusiastic and motivated teams can make just about any dream come to life. And what's the most powerful way to inspire that? Why, bonuses, of course. Now, I know what you're thinking. I already have a bonus, or I tried that once, or even worse, I know somebody who had a bonus that blew up their practice, and not in a good way. Well, I'm going to kind of agree with some of you doubters out there. Now, while I know that bonuses are the most powerful motivational tool out there, they can also be very dangerous. So what I would like to teach you guys is how to motivate and reward your team without creating a monster bonus system that will eventually wreck your practice. And I'm going to do this by showing you how to craft that bonus system that is sustainable, perpetual, and it lowers stress and overhead while creating that happy team of overachievers that can take you to the next level you always wanted to get to, whatever that may mean for you. I mean, that's the dream, right? To have a dental team that handles everything for you. So all you have to do is come in, be the doctor, and then leave with the peace of mind that everything's getting done, all the while being around a happy, smiling staff that's more like a family than a group of coworkers. Well, it's darn hard to find that situation in dentistry. So where can we look to model professionals that actually have accomplished that? Well, one place is Silicon Valley, home to Steve Jobs, Jeff Bezos, Zuckerberg, whoever that Google guy is, right? I mean, that's been a place that's produced some of the most amazing work environments in the history of the world and all in our lifetime. I mean, come on, admit it. You would love to have all that amazing stuff happen for you at your practice, but you've either been burnt before or you're nervous about changing things or you're just plain old confused about exactly the right direction to go in. I mean, I get it, but what I'm getting ready to show you should hopefully remove a lot of that doubt that may be holding you back. So, Steve Jobs. What did Steve Jobs know about rugby and Disney? In his second stint at Apple, he did something amazing. Uh, he combined the ideas of an amazing new concept that was making its round all around Silicon Valley 
called Scrum. It was a new way of implementing ideas and creating new software quickly that was named for the way a rugby team moves the ball down the field. He combined that with a concept that Walt Disney created all the way back in 1930. It's a pretty amazing story, so let me explain it now the best I can. Okay, so here's the timeline. If you will notice all the way back here to the left, 1930, Walt Disney, Disney's getting started. He comes up with an amazing new way of taking the stories they've written out of the piles of papers and piles of drawings, and they put them up on the walls and so they can visualize things better and they can get things moving faster. And so they're very productive, one of the most productive companies like that ever in existence. And that's why they've blown up to such an amazing company, right? So then you move further down, and one of their biggest creations, which that storyboarding kind of led to the creation of a place like Disneyland, okay? And just coincidentally, Steve Jobs, of course, born the same year Disneyland opened. Now, here's where it gets a little bit interesting. Steve Jobs started Apple in 1976, okay? Not the most successful tenure, by the way, when he started it. Great ideas, but it was a little rocky. Uh, as you can see, he's out of there by 1985. Well, about the same time, a guy named John Lasseter, that's a guy that's really, really important, right? So pay attention. He was hired at Disney, 1979. He quickly worked his way up the ladder because he was a very, you know, very motivated, very genius person. And uh, in 1984, he'd kind of reached his pinnacle there at that time because he had pushed so hard for Disney to get away from what they'd been doing that was successful and get into CGI, computer animation, so much that uh, they actually let him go. They fired him at Disney. And, uh, of course, a guy like that, he's not on the market long, so he's quickly hired by a company called Pixar. So, okay, here's, here's, how, it, here's how they kind of combine their talents. Uh, Steve Jobs is fired at Apple, but he has a ton of money. So in 1986, he purchases Pixar. Uh, John Laster's already there. And Steve Jobs already had a lot of this stuff running around his head on how to create computers, how to create software, the way things were kind of being done in Silicon Valley. So he kind of injects some of that into Pixar at that time. Well, while he's doing that, and Pixar, by the way, is becoming an amazing company. As you already know, Toy Story, they've done things that had never been done before in that industry. And so uh, they're really going gangbusters in 1997. Steve Jobs actually asked, at that time, probably his best friend, and in a Time Magazine article uh, quoted as saying that they were like brothers, he and John Lasseter. He says, hey, man, would it be okay with you if I went back to Apple? I think I can really change the world. It's <laughs> pretty close to a direct quote I read in that article. And, of course, John Lasseter being his best bud, they were he was totally fine with it. So Steve Jobs leaves Pixar, goes back to Apple. Well, what Steve didn't know is that while he was picking up all of this great Disney stuff, working at Pixar through John Lasseter, like the storyboarding and stuff like that, a very new concept had started to make its way into Silicon Valley, that scrum concept from the rugby scrum I was telling you about in 1995. So it's starting to get a foothold. Well, Steve Jobs comes back to Apple, bringing all that Disney stuff with him, and about that time, those two things just combine and well, you guys know the rest of the story. Apple becomes the largest company or the greatest company in the world by a lot of measurements since 1997. The things he did that was amazing, the iPod, the iPad, the iPhone, all that stuff. And, and you can trace a lot of that back to its origins of them being able to take these software systems like Scrum and he injected his own unique slant into it that probably had a lot of the origins from the Disney storyboarding that he learned while he was at Pixar. So then the story keeps going, 
And uh, as, as things come back in a circle, a lot of times, 2006 took them two decades. Disney finally realizes, hey, we better get serious about this computer animation. They buy Pixar from Steve Jobs, making him the number one shareholder in Disney. But guess who comes along for the ride? John Lasseter, who then is promoted to chief animation officer for Disney. I assume a pretty important title there. He incorporates the scrum system that he's learned from his friend Steve Jobs into Disney. Now, if you look at their hiring boards, pretty much every job they require you to have some sort of uh, experience with Scrum or another term called Agile that's basically the same thing. And so from 2006 on, they have their largest growth phase since the very beginning of the company. And then, uh, of course, you all, you all know what happened at Apple. After Apple, Silicon Valley just explodes in productivity and gains in technology. A lot of that has to do with people looking at Apple, seeing what they're doing, and trying to model it. And like I said, it all goes back to Disney, and it goes through Steve Jobs and John Laster. So it's just an amazing connection between Disney, Jobs, and Silicon Valley. And if you want to see kind of what what it does for the value of those companies, um, this is these are stock prices. So 1997, Apple had a stock price of $7.00. Today, it's $164 a share, and that does not include the stock split. So it's a lot more than that. That's just the actual stock price. Disney, you know, hadn't, hadn't had as much of data on this, but from 2006 on, their stock share price went from $20 to $115. So they've increased nearly six times. So, uh, I mean, that's the kind of value that this had on those companies. And also, the companies we've already named, the companies that are kind of modeling Apple and trying to see what they were doing, the, the value that it had on them. So we know that this concept absolutely works. So today, I'm going to show you how that rugby scrum system plus the Disney system equaled not only super success in Silicon Valley, but also, if applied correctly, in dentistry will end up producing a happy, stress-free doctor and a motivated happy team. Okay, that's, that's the ultimate goal, right? It should be the ultimate goal for everything. My goal is always to help every dentist on this training and every dentist always to have that happy, motivated team that makes our lives easier without falling victim to one of those death spiral bonuses that wreck so many practices. I also want to convince you that all bonuses are not the devil, even though a lot of them are pretty close. Obviously, they're also not always the answer by themselves. They just need the right system around them, and it's nothing you've ever heard before in dentistry. It's that Disney job Silicon Valley system. And I'm also going to say, if you stay until the end, watch the end of this video, I'm going to give you guys a step-by-step cookbook on how you can start using this bonus system next week in your practice for less than $5. Would that be okay? All right. But if I'm going to do that, I'm really going to need to be able to deliver maximum impact while we're doing this. So please pay attention to what I'm saying and I'll try to go through this as quickly, efficiently as possible. But I also want to make sure that I get all the point across to you. Okay. So you may also be wondering, why am I the guy to deliver this message, this message to the profession? And, um, you know, I would say that I have more experience in this area than just about any dentist in the world. And by experience, I mean, I've done just about everything wrong that you can do wrong, but I've also course corrected every time that I realized I was doing something wrong. So eventually we found the things that absolutely work, not only for us, but for also for every practice that we've worked with. Plus, don't forget about that fire. If you follow my story, the fire that burned my practice down in 2013, that changed everything forever. 
but just quickly, I started out engineering major in Mississippi State. Loved it, but really felt drawn to dentistry. Haven't looked back. I've tried to bring the concepts of practice management to the profession, uh, you know, the engineering systems along with that. And uh, one time was called the most efficient man in dentistry by the great Woody Oaks of profitable dentist fame. Uh, along the way, I've also been convinced that I needed to use a couple of those of these big death spiral bonuses that have been hanging around our profession for years and years. And of course, at first they worked great. At one time, I was producing three times the national average, working only three days a week. But to be totally honest with you, my overhead was big at that time. Like that was seventy percent. It was just too much, and it was slowly, uh, slowly eating away at the practice because my staff had stopped seeing it as a bonus and they had started seeing it more as their deserved fair share of salary. Uh, that was getting to be a huge problem. But then an even bigger problem happened in 2013, like I told you, my practice burned down. And so we have made a valiant effort to rebuild the practice the way it was, but I'll just be honest, along the way, we had to spend 16 months in a cramped little space we weren't used to. We couldn't produce the same levels we were producing at. And so my team members' income dropped. Uh, even though I really tried hard, I froze the income at the level it was the month before the fire. I thought that was exceedingly fair considering that I was just bleeding cash, fighting insurance companies, you know, trying to get paid for the fire. And, uh, you know, we just could not grow at that time. The bonus couldn't grow either if they were used to at the pace they were used to. And so that led eventually to the slow exit of my longest-term employees. In fact, I lost over 100 years of experience in the matter of a few months. Uh, here's a picture of my staff at Christmas 2012 before the fire. Uh, you got 11 smiling, happy faces. It's pretty heartbreaking to see a lot of those people that you cared so much about leave for various reasons. But primarily, I know that if I could have managed to break my neck somehow and keep the practice production growing and giving them those big bonuses they were used to, most of them would not have left. Uh, having said that, in the long run, I'm kind of glad they left because once things settled down, we got back into this shiny new office building and our overhead has dropped from the 70% before the fire down to just recently, I just looked at our year-to-date overhead and we're down to nearly 50% overhead. I actually used to believe that was a myth, uh, but I just looked at my P&L and it's happening to me and uh, that means the practice net is just as good as it ever was even though I'm actually not working nearly as hard at the office and it's truly less stressful than it's ever been. So it's been a drama-free zone for a couple of years now. Uh, that's probably added a few years to my life and uh, all that to say that I've seen a lot and now I'm telling you we've hit a real winner with this bonus system and I want to share it with you guys so you can work less make more money, and start enjoying practice again. I think all of us deserve that. Now, just quickly, if you want to see, you know, a couple of pictures just to prove that this really did happen, uh, here's a picture that got snapped while my practice was burning down in 2013. Uh, obviously, I didn't snap that picture because I was too busy standing around watching the place burn from the other direction, waiting for the opportunity to run in and try to save anything that I could. Uh, you know, obviously, a, a deal like this, the firefighters won't let you in there until they say uh, until they say that it's time to go back in, right? So that's kind of the deal on that. But when I could go back in, I would tell you quickly one thing that I saved 
was my big red book and this is just the nickname we gave for this this nice big leather red binder that held basically all of my standard operating procedures for the office uh all of my crisis response stuff uh, every single system i'd ever built i had a hard copy in this book uh, i highly recommend you guys get a hard copy for this kind of stuff because as you you know i've, I've told this different lecture but we had the server meltdown and all of our backups melted down because the person supposed to be carrying the backup tapes home had not been doing it and so the only backups that i had were uh, online backups and those were not being kept up as well as they should have been so if i had not had this book it would have cost me a lot more than it than it already did so i highly recommend you guys if you don't already have something like this where you have hard copies of everything and i would keep it off site too i didn't uh, once again another bad decision you guys can learn from but i would highly recommend you guys probably just go ahead and get that done for your practice too and uh and just keep it there right anyway enough about enough about me <laughs> would you guys like to just fast forward past all this heartache that i'm telling you about that happened to me and learn how my new team uses this silicon valley bonus system to drive practice growth so i can just treat patients and let them handle everything else i'm going to break in real quick right here and just tell you guys if you didn't already know we are offering a class right now where we are teaching the silicon valley system to other dentists and their teams to help them get it implemented in their practices so if you're interested in that go to www.siliconvalleybonus.com and you can check all that out if you're interested we'd love to have you in the master class okay so that's what i thought you guys that's what you guys are interested in so let's get going uh well all right, the first step in this thing is you have to figure out what you want. Uh, that's easier said than done. And you have to spend at least a very minimal amount of time explaining to your team what that is that you want. This is actually a picture. Uh, the picture, this is a picture of me doing a workshop in my office, and it's more like breakfast because it's donuts, but you get the idea. Over a few minutes, and I say the lunch hour CEO, you can handle the stuff that comes up that keeps the practice running smoothly if you have the right system in place. It's... I'd say 10 minutes at week, uh, 10 minutes a week at most, something like that. I really actually would probably enjoy doing it for longer, but that's honestly all the time that's required for me to do this, and I don't like to waste time if I don't have to. Uh, and I can promise you the practice has never run more smoothly and with less drama, like I already said, than when we are doing this once a week. So what, what ends up happening is even though everyone knows and recognizes that you are the doctor and the practice vision is yours, once you implement this system, the team, they become the real leaders of the practice. And that's how you can kind of sit back finally once and for all and just focus on the patients while you're there and not have to worry about all this extra stuff. Uh, the best part of this bonus system, I think, is that it's not based on money. It seems like that's kind of backwards, right? Uh, but truly, I think that having arbitrary money measures as your bonus thresholds i, I kind of think that destroys your practice over time and uh i just think that money-based bonuses eventually become monster bonuses and i'll tell you why because because they cause strife okay now it's there's no getting around it if you implement a bonus system early on in your practice growth phase you can get some quick growth numbers because those team members boy they can get on it it's just like a quick high, like a cocaine high, but soon the numbers are going to fizzle out because 
because uh you know truthfully it's there it's easy to get quick growth on the front end long-term growth that's the trick and that's that's why there are a lot of consultants out there that get paid a lot of money if you'll notice the consultants the consultants that have these big bonus programs in place a lot of times they they get in they get the quick results a lot of times they'll get out you know so usually you won't notice things are going south until after that consult consultant's check is cashed right um, i do also think these money-based bonuses they cause dissension among staff members Different bonuses cause different problems, but they all cause problems, and it can cloud the dentist's judgment due to the pressure exerted by the team to do the dentistry that the dentist may not be comfortable doing. You get a lot of pressure from your team members because they want that number to go up so they can get their bonus, right? Um, and so, yeah, so here's what here's what eventually the money-based bonus causes, right? But the Silicon Valley-based bonus system causes this. See, the same person. This person here, angry and strife, this is happy smiling faces. That's what we're looking for. And so let's go over the structure of the Silicon Valley bonus system. Uh, all right, so here we go. So we're taking the power away from, like, the doctor. You're not having to do everything anymore, right? And we're transitioning it over to the team members. You've already got a team. Why would you pay other people to come in and do this stuff? So you as the doctor, you get to now provide the vision that you want for the practice. The team member takes your vision in bite-sized pieces, okay, that they can handle a little bit at a time, and they advance those toward the goal. Now down here we have this, this thing called a practice promoter, uh, also called a scrum master in software circles, but we're going to call them practice promoters because I think scrum master just sounds weird. And practice promoters, who would not want to be a practice promoter, right? We're not giving them a title so everybody's jealous and it causes strife. A practice promoter. That's, that's simply what they're going to do here. And, it, you know, they have a very important role. And so at the end of this, what you get, you get completed tasks that are part of the overall vision of the practice. You get happy team members and you get a happy doctor because things are actually getting done. Now, a quick word about those scrum masters we talked about. Um, Scrum Masters, although it sounds different, it's a hugely important part of any Silicon Valley system. All right, They have one job and one job only. They promote the completion of individual tasks by helping solve problems and challenges as they come up. Uh, so as you can see, they're extremely valuable to the companies and are highly compensated. Uh, it, look here. I mean, so you know, here's some uh, averages. $95,000, $113,000. $87,000, $122,000. These are all scrum masters, okay? Um, but don't worry. I'm not asking you to hire somebody for this that you haven't already hired. We have figured out a pretty awesome way to modify that position to fit nicely with your existing staff with our Silicon Valley bonus system and also not to disrupt the normal order of things in the practice, okay? It's pretty cool. Um, so... Don't worry about that. This is just to illustrate, yes, these Scrum Masters, they're very, very important. All right, so three big benefits of this bonus system. Number one, uh, your team can be motivated to earn bonus money in a way that sustainably grows the practice and cannot lose its effectiveness over time. This usually lets you fire expensive consultants and ditch those monster bonuses. Number two, you, the doctor, can turn virtually every burdensome task you hate Turn it over to your team, and they will solve the problems. And, hey, they'll also be happy about it. How about that? And number three, this bonus opens the door to the possibility 
of more time off for you, the doctor, with no decrease in production and without aggravating associates because of the good work of your team. And I've got a cool story I'll share with you guys later that illustrates that point. So like the first benefit, the myth that I see out there is my team is happy just to make what I pay them hourly or salary, whatever. The truth is there's always another level of achievement your team members can reach if they have the proper motivation and they feel validated for their efforts. Okay? But let's watch out for these death spiral bonuses like I talked about. I really believe there is such a thing. Uh, and there are three of them which I especially don't like. Let me tell you what those are. Okay? You got number one. You got the bonus pool. Uh, this is where you take, you figure out how much your practice needs to make for the month. You come up with that number with your accountant, then over that amount, you take it and you take a percentage, something like 20%, 25%, whatever you choose. You take that amount of that overage, you divide it equally among all the people in your practice, equal pieces of the pie. Okay? Now, why this won't work for long? Because I've seen this play itself out multiple times. Team members will do anything to keep you from hiring new staff to share with that bonus. Okay? Uh, and they'll also begin to really bicker about who's really doing most of the work because they're all getting equal pieces of that bonus, right? And so what you'll hear is, we don't need anybody else, Doc. We got it handled. We, we, we like working extra hard. We, we don't need anyone else, okay? That's why that one's going to fail. And I've seen it blow up massively uh, in different practices. Okay, so then next, the next one I don't like is called hourly above baseline. Now, this is the deal where you figure out what your practice what you're making right now, okay? And so you, you sort of let everybody say, okay, when I joined the price, was, when I joined the price was making this. Anything over that, I had a piece of, so I'm going to get an increase in my hourly pay because of that. Uh, now, I've done this one too. I've actually done all these bonuses, by the way. Uh, the reason this won't work for long is because staff will do anything to convince you to hire more team members so you know they can share the load of their same level of work and you just think about it. If you hire, if you're priced doing fifty thousand dollars, and people everything over fifty, they get a piece of that action. Then if you know they're more than happy if you'd hire two more people, so they can do less and less because they're going to keep on getting more money as time goes on. The new hires they can never catch up with the old timers, and they will grumble behind their backs. Um, you cannot outrun your growing overhead. I found, that's how I got seventy percent overhead, guys. This bonus. Okay, so what you'll end up hearing always is we need somebody else. Uh, be be watching out for that one. And single statistic bonuses, you know these are pretty popular too. Uh, this is why I think this won't work for long. I've been in these too. It all you know most of the time the statistic you're looking at is new patients. Oh, we got more new patients. Whoever's doing the phone calls or whatever on these new patients get more money. Uh, okay. Well, this bonus almost always favors the front desk because it's hard to quantify clinical staff statistics. It just is. I've tried. It's very difficult. It can cause internal resentment between the back and the front and also between the front people and who gets to answer the phone the most. And it eventually, uh, eventually all the tricks that those high-dollar consultants come up with to try to, try to make those numbers go up, uh, like in my case, convincing me that even though I was not a Medicaid provider, I should take all those Medicaid patients into my practice and give people bonuses on them, them coming in, even though they were never going to do any dentistry. 
All right, the tricks eventually dry up on the single, single statistics, okay? And, uh, you know, if you're in one of those bonus programs that does mystery calls, your staff is smart enough to figure out when there's an unusual number uh, calling, and they'll put on or do do that particular call way better than they usually do. Uh, so, listen, this is just a, a trick. It's a quick fix. It will never last for very long. Um, having said that, I've done all three. I've had to transition out of all three. And if you're currently stuck in one of these bonuses, all is not lost. It is uh, painful to think about changing the way that you pay people. I would never recommend just changing the way you pay your team all at once. That That's probably not a good idea. Um, but these bonuses, why I call them death spiral bonuses, is because they're very tricky to get out of. Once you get in them, you're kind of in that death spiral. It's hard to get out of. And uh, you know, hopefully your price doesn't burn down, and that's why you have to get out of it like I did. But... They're very difficult to get out of without making somebody or multiple people or probably everyone unhappy. But luckily, the Silicon Valley bonus can very nicely fit in with any bonus that you currently have in existence. You just have to make sure that you ease into it. Don't make scary immediate changes to the way your team's used to getting paid. Okay, It's very important. Uh, eventually, just like I did, you can ease out of your old bonus, and I've seen many practices do this, and then you can use this bonus to the power to the fullest extent of what it can do okay so all is not lost you just have to be you have to be gentle about it <laughs> just don't charge in making quick changes that makes everybody nervous and so that's all you know, just have to make sure you're not doing that okay um what your team really needs to get motivated and take ownership of practice growth so you don't have to deal with all the little menial tasks you hate that's all encompassed with the three v's the vision the vehicle and the validation uh, the Silicon Valley bonus takes care of the last two. You as the doctor really only have to come up with the first part, the vision, to make your practice a roaring success. And when you get this right, a couple of things you can do that are awesome. You can ditch that death spiral bonus, and you can fire those highly paid consultants who cause just as many problems as they solve, guaranteed. And you know I'm telling the truth. If you've hired, I've hired them. I've hired, like, a lot of them, and I know it's true just as much as you do. Um, so that's, I think those are two pretty good things. Uh, all right. Second big bonus benefit. How do we crawl out from under the mountain of burdens that are grinding on us every single day? All right. The answer is you got to give your team that vehicle to do the task for you. The old model we always use was reactive. When bad things happen, the doctor gets upset and tells somebody like an office manager or whoever that this bad thing needs to be fixed. The employee doesn't really know what to do, and so they either do something the doctor doesn't like or they set it aside and hope that the subject never comes up again and the doctor forgets about it. And, truthfully, the doctor may forget about it, but they either forget about it until something bad happens again when they will remember, trust me, if you did that, and you it'll come back on you, or they get mad and decide to do it themselves. And if you do it yourself as a doctor, it's going to cause stress, anger, frustration, doubt. It's just going to bring a lot of bad stuff into the practice, and your staff's going to feel it and make them unhappy too. The new model that we're suggesting is very proactive. Okay, with this you have a very structured system, the vehicle we talked about in place, the bonus system, to deal with completing needed tasks as they come up. You reward your team for completing those tasks accordingly. That's the validation. And you can hand off the things to your team that make you hate the day that you became a dentist. 
Okay, so I, as dentists, we should all be after proactive stuff anyway. I totally think that you should be able to see that. Uh, the third bonus benefit. Okay, the myth here is that you have to work more to make more money. That is not that's so not true. The truth is almost no dentist spends any time working on their practice. They just don't. They go in, they get pummeled by problems, usually seconds after they hit the, floor, hit the door. Uh, they get hammered by their staff. They treat patients who, by, I'm sorry to say, a lot of dentists view as problems. Um, you know, I hope, hopefully I never do, but a lot of dentists tell me that. They say, hey, big two biggest problems I have, patients and staff. I don't know what to tell somebody like that. Um, then at the end of the day, you drag yourself home and you collapse, uh, kind of trying to forget about the practice while you dream of doing something else with your life. And hopefully you're spending enough time with your family that you know they are not feeling bad towards you. Um, but if dentists were brave enough to take just an hour a week away from treating patients so they could work on their practice, they would see that they could probably do more production, work fewer hours. Uh, all the good stuff you really want is there. It's just it's just hard to reach out and take. But if you did that, this system that we're talking about today, the Silicon Valley bonus system, will absolutely give you the vehicle you need to be able to just reach out and grab it, guys. I promise you. Um, and if there's one thing that I feel confident about teaching, it's the fact that I have worked toward the goal of working less and making more my whole career. Uh, I know a thing or two about how to cut back hours and still profitably grow a practice, probably because I'm very lazy individual. I don't like being there more than I have to be. I want a successful practice. I love practice, but three days a week, just about enough for me. And you can sort of see this chart here that documents from when I started my practice, the first full year price was 2000 and you know, the days I, the days per week I worked and how my production went up slowly, but surely until we got to three, um, three days a week. And I haven't ever cut down to two. I have cut down to like an average of less than three days a week, but a little bit scared to go below three, but a lot of you guys out there, three days a week sound pretty good, right? So I would encourage you, if that's a goal of yours, work towards it. I've done a lot of things wrong. Uh, I have done, like I said, all the death spiral bonuses at one time or another. Uh, I have had a room in my practice with over 150 graph paper charts that my team had drawn for me in my command center so I could at a glance see how all the statistics and the price were doing. A uh, little bit crazy. I was way over uh, way over paying for superstar quote unquote staff that I thought were my best employees and they were really subversively killing my practice and I didn't know it. I just couldn't. I was blinded by their praise and adulation. Um, I placed earning caps on my best team members when things, when the overhead got to 70%, I had to do stuff like that thinking I had to, they all thought I had to do it because I, I was, I could not outrun the insurance prices anymore. I had to put earning caps on them and that really ticked them off. Uh, one year I had 1,400 hours of meetings. Let that sink in, which turned into grap sessions in one year. Uh, I've also tried to be fair and pay everyone for the accomplishments of the few. That's when I divided everything equally. That doesn't work. Uh, I've also assumed all my team members had the best interest of the practice in mind over their own interests, and that's a joke. What was I thinking, guys? That's ridiculous. Um, so here's what I got right. I did discover the vehicle 
a while back this Silicon Valley bonus system and I didn't really understand it fully I tried you know me I tried to implement it before I really understood it fully and it worked okay but it was rudderless because I didn't do the vision part right and it lacked the spark of motivation you absolutely need to make it run right which is the validation part didn't do that either and so uh, we were trying though but when I added the vision piece by doing the vision exercise for myself and then I started doing it with other other doctors and getting better at it, things started going in the right direction. But when I added the validation piece, guys, it was like throwing gasoline on a fire. This system took off like a rocket ship. Team members started taking real ownership and not only uh, their jobs, but also for the growth and health of the practice. As they started to get it, I could almost feel the weight of the world lifting off my shoulders. Uh, and so you guys imagine this imagine how good it feels to not be stressed out and be able to focus on your patients without worrying about all the other stuff imagine if at a glance you could see that your team is diligently working through the tasks every day that make the practice better without worrying is anybody actually paying attention here uh, imagine you never have to give someone a raise again if you don't want to the bonus system will handle that for you, and it should keep your team happy and engaged while you're doing it. Uh, and imagine your overhead stops going up and even starts dropping due to increased practice effectiveness, even as your team feels validated with the bonus money they get for their efforts. And because this is not a money-based bonus, the bonus system is 100% sustainable and perpetual as long as you can continue to provide the vision for the practice. Now, I will tell you, here's who doesn't want you to learn it. Okay? Number one, expensive consultants. It basically reveals them for not helping you do what you really need to be doing and makes them useless and look like a fraud. So they don't want you to learn it. Number two, corporate dentistry. And because most of them are owned by outside influences or at least have advisors from places like Silicon Valley, they already know about some of this stuff. And trust me, they're using it against you right now. If you wonder why some of these places come in and immediately are so successful, they're using this stuff against you guys. So learn it and use it back against them. And number three, insurance companies, of course, they would love for the majority of our profession to remain bogged down, stressed out, so our practices don't become very good at treating their clients dental needs and they don't have to pay out as much um, and one last personal note I told you I was going to explain to you why this was so awesome I have never really taken off extended I work three days a week but I never really took off extended time it just scared me to death but my oldest son uh, like in this picture is going to college next year and I thought well if I'm ever going to do the big trip out west I may as well do it now and just take my chances so we got this uh, we got our bonus system working really really well we got the board loaded up with stuff to do and i headed out for three weeks um, i took three weeks off we went to uh, we went to silicon valley we did do that we also went to uh, yellowstone yosemite pebble beach a few other places this is us hiking down the mountains in the grand tetons uh, me and my two boys but um i had never taken off time like this before i never had i was scared the price would probably fall apart staff be just sitting around doing nothing or i send them home not paying them and they you know they're aggravated because they're not getting paid for three weeks it's just so many ways three weeks a long time we'll tell you what they did 
they used this structured bonus system to build a new patient campaign that made August the highest new patient month we've had in years. August, August, a month which historically is one of our lowest three months in our practice. And me, in a month where I could have worked a lot more, only working 11 days because I was gone so much. Uh, it was one of our top five best months in the history of my practice, and I'm talking about back when we worked four or five days a week, still one of the biggest months we've ever had. And I owe it all, I think, to this Silicon Valley bonus system and the stuff that we did to get things geared up before I left. Uh, it was just amazing. And so, uh, and hey, I, my hat's off to the system for doing it for me, too. I really believe in this system, and I hope that you guys will take this take this and run with it. So, all right, you guys ready? Are you ready for the cookbook? <laughs> okay, so here it goes. Um, first, we've been talking about this already. Number one, you got to develop and define your unique practice vision. Uh, we've got a vision process. Real quickly, it's you make the you create the vision yourself. You communicate with your staff. You form strategies and systems. Then you implement it, organize it, and you never stop pursuing it. The last part, number six, is nonstop pursue your vision. Probably the most important part of the vision itself. Number two, uh, you can break your vision now down into tasks that are bite-sized that the team can take and run with. Uh, the tasks that are needed to implement that vision and the parts of that vision it allows the team members to choose which tasks they would like to com complete instead of just assigning them things. It's really an amazing way to do it. And, uh, you know, you can also use software to do this, but that's a little bit, that's an advanced strategy. Uh, we do both in our practice, but I'm telling you, this simple system works. This is the $5 system, right? This is the cheap one, the sticky notes on the wall. You don't have to use wall, but you get the point. Uh, we did it on the wall because I like throwing stuff up on the wall and looking at it. Number three, organize the task using a Silicon Valley bonus board. And this is a picture. This is, there's a lot of these on the internet. If you look at them, big companies do this. I'm telling you, uh, my college roommate, runs a billion dollar company they do this every big company does this i don't know why dentists are like oh sticky notes on a wall that that's that's too juvenile no it absolutely works the big guys are doing it why will you guys not do it anyway you probably are going to do it after this because i've convinced you this is the way to go get it on a board get it organized and then Number four, name a practice promoter in your practice to act as your scrum master. These are very special people. We already talked about the, the how much they get paid in Silicon Valley and places like that. Disney, everybody has to have a scrum master for every project. We talked about that. They ask the people who are, who are owning those individual tasks three questions every week during our weekly bonus time implementation session that I'm only there for 10 minutes of, and they're there for however long, usually an hour. Uh, but they're the problem solvers. They're the encouragers. Um, above all else, they just keep the thing moving forward. They can take tasks if they want them, but usually I prefer for them not to do that, at least until the things are running so smoothly and everybody kind of knows what they're doing. But they're an amazingly important part of this. Then, number five, have weekly recognition retrospective sessions. Take, a, take the first few minutes to actually hand out like i like to have the checks for all the the tasks completed in my hand and the first few minutes i just call the people out and hand them the check hand them a check hand them a check uh, then we quickly review the completed tasks off the board ask for questions from the team and then you the doctor you can exit stage left you can get out of there let the 
practice remote or handle the rest of it. Should be about 10 minutes a week, like I said. And like I said, also, number six, never stop pursuing your vision nonstop. And I believe if you do those things, you can create anything just like Walt and Steve Jobs did, right? So that's it. The Silicon Valley bonus system in a nutshell. I think it is one of the most amazing breakthroughs to come around in dentistry and especially team-driven growth for your practice in a long, long time. Now, if you're interested in having us help you implement this in your practice, we've got a really cool class going on right now. It's called the Team Leadership Class. And if you're interested and you want to check that out, just go on over to www.siliconvalleybonus.com and you can check all that out. You can click the links. If you're interested in joining, just go there. We'd love to have you. Uh, if not, we are looking forward, as usual, to seeing you here same time, same place next week. So we will see you next time. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of the Dr. Chris Griffin Show. Be sure to visit drchrisgriffin.com for the latest resources and updates to keep you more productive every single day you're at the practice. So when you're not working, you can do the things that matter most in life. We look forward to having you join us for another episode of the Chris Griffin Show, where the doctor is always in.